ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Welcome to Bright. All right, welcome to Fright Central. I'm Kevin Dock, and I'm back here again with uh, Keck. How you doing today, Keck? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, you know, I'm as good as I can be doing. You know I mean? Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck are you doing? You know, same all. You know, everything's same still, uh, you know, happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we finally uh, caught up and watched the stand since that just ended uh, two weeks ago, and uh, it took me a minute to. Uh, get through it because i had rewatched the 1994 uh miniseries that was uh, directed yeah, by uh, mick Garris, written and directed by him and uh, he's but he was like a big uh horror uh stephen king adaptation guy that, that he mostly did a lot of stuff for tv in the uh 80s and 90s but uh he, he's done some masters of horror stuff as well and he's, he's been around he's done a lot of adaptations and, and you were saying he's done other stephen king adaptations uh yeah off the top of my head uh i i want to say he did the uh no he didn't do langoliers he did um i think he did the other adaptation of the shining you know that the one that they oh the one that was series. like um that directly re- resembled the book a little bit more but like it although it, was, it resembled the it had book like no budget and it was awful yeah okay uh, so he's been making bad stephen king adaptations uh not necessarily um let me see i can tell you which ones he did uh right uh, i need i know he did two episodes of uh master horror he did that desperation uh um tv movie he did riding the bullet i believe that was yeah that was stephen king um oh yeah well did you riding the bullet or silver bullet no riding the bullet oh it's a different one uh he did quicksilver highway he did an episode tales from the crypts yeah he did the stand he did sleepwalkers in 1992 did he do the langoliers no he did not so i guess he only did like three he did man yeah looks like he just did sleepwalkers the stand quicksilver highway the shining and riding the bullet and desperation were his main uh stephen king adaptations he's done a lot of stuff but like i can't really i mean it was tough to get through but i mean how much can you really blame him for like for that adaptation especially after watching i remember the new liking one it like i had when you told me it was 94 like I was really sure. Well, first I was shocked because I realized when I watched it, I had binged watched it with a girl I was dating and like, it was 1994. So I was only like 14 years. I was just like, I was thinking, I was like, wow, I don't remember being sexually active that like young because <laughs> we were relating apart. And I was just like, I remember that because of a particular situation. But when you say it was 19, I think you would have been about 16. Cause you're, you're a couple years older than me. I was, I was born in uh, 1980. Okay. So, so, so you would have been like 15. That's for, uh, yeah, I was 14. Yeah. Oh, 14. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess depending on when, the when the series, 
Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you see how you count okay. there? Yeah. You, you saw what I did there, the counting? I'm just saying it depends on... 94, yeah, uh, believe me, yeah, I was 14. I just didn't realize my dick was active at that age. I thought I thought I was like 15 or 16. But yeah. no, it turns out, thanks to, uh, you know, remembering that one part from the stand where uh, the demonic... It was the, it was the sex scene in the desert. Oh, uh, by the campfire, yeah. Yeah. yeah and my girlfriend like made a comment about that scene i was just like that was not i don't know it felt like it was more 96 <laughs> yeah i mean so it, it had a it had a great cast i mean let me go through the cast list real quick of the original 94 uh version gary gary sinise gary sinise that's my only thing i'm adding uh molly ringwald Stephen uh, King made a cameo. Yes, he did. Uh, Jamie Sheridan, who's been in like a ton of shit, like Law and I'm, Order, I'm aware, Criminal Ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ozzy Davis, uh, Miguel Ferreira from uh, RoboCop, and and mad other shit. But I, every time I see him, I just know from RoboCop. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I got Rob Lowe. Like, yeah. That was the one, that is the weird one because I I I looked and I noticed that they had Rob, I don't remember Rob Lowe in the stand. He was the uh, deaf and dumb guy, right? Yeah, yeah, he was the deaf and dumb guy who who uh, yeah. I'm not sure who he's played by in the in the new one. I didn't recognize him, but yeah, oh, he, was, he, he was played by a guy who was um one of the main characters in a season of Justified, which you should be yeah, ashamed still. of having seen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't re- Rob Lowe was the idiot in the original. No, not the uh idiot. The uh the uh he was the duff and uh, deaf and dumb. Like he couldn't oh, he, speak yeah. and talk. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like he didn't even do sign language in it. He just wrote in the book. At least like the one the new guy, like at least he did sign he language. Play, he played he played Nick's character. Yeah, yeah he, yeah. he played Nick. Yeah. Yeah. So uh yeah, the, um, so it was like it had a good cast. I, I mean, I didn't understand like the Rob Lowe uh, part in the in this one, but uh, I don't know why it keeps doing that. But uh, yeah, so I'd watched that and I thought the beginning was really good. I mean, it even had a cameo by, um, uh, he was played by J.K. Simmons in the new one. But uh, oh, who was it? And, we, and then soon after he did Salem's Lot where Rob Lowe was the main character that was Stephen King right yeah it wasn't Mick Harris though he didn't do Salem's Lot yeah I'm just saying Rob Lowe like did like a few Stephen King miniseries right around the same time yeah. I think Salem's Lot was in like the mid 90s so yeah oh man I, I'm drawing a blank now on who the uh the general was in the in the first one wasn't J.K. Oh, is uh, Ed Harris? He plays the uh, he plays the general in the in the, in the original miniseries. That, but like he, he takes his life in the beginning, yeah. And I was like, oh man, that's a huge fucking cameo. But like, yeah, after yeah. like the first like hour, hour and a half, like once they get past like the uh, the whole like flu uh, virus killing uh, Captain Trips killing everyone. Like they just kind of like it really meanders and does a lot of nothing for like hours long. Like at least in this new one, like they were kind of getting you were kind of getting more of a backstory of the characters. And you saw them like doing cleanup and stuff of the bodies and stuff, which I really appreciate it. Yeah, but I did also feel like the new one kind of skipped over a lot of the whole flu stuff. 
as well. They like that's that seemed kind of rushed. It seemed kind of a little bit like. Well, are we? Wait, wait. We're, we're oh, getting right into the meat of it now. Like you, you went <laughs> from talking about the cast that was in the original yeah. to like direct comparisons. <laughs> like, uh, I, I mean, I, that's what I'm going to compare them both. Around. But yeah, uh, I mean. Yeah, do you want to tell the uh, what the people if they've never seen the stand or read the stand? Do you want to tell everyone what the the story was? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's something sort of biblical. I mean, basically, what happens is if you, I mean, I can't imagine that you have that you would be listening. Like, it's kind of hard to believe that anyone listens to this at all. But like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's very difficult for me to imagine that if you're listening to this, you don't already completely know about the stands plot but especially since i'm going to put it in the title of the episode yeah (laughs) yeah, in that rare event it's a very simple concept um there is a super flu that wipes out um i think more than 99 percent of the earth's population i think like isn't there only like something like one to two million people left on earth something like that i don't know if they ever uh get into specifics about how many left i know i remember them saying more than 99 percent of the earth's population was you know i mean so the under one percent of the population remains and and the people that are immune to the super flu i mean they're completely immune they have absolutely no symptoms like this thing obviously like select actively kills so those people that lived they weren't so much immune as they were chosen either by a side um on the like righteous holy side of god or on like the kind of depraved degenerate side of the devil and so like basically the god and the devil although i don't believe stephen king like in in the book i don't believe he directly says like you know this is jesus christ and this is satan i no. don't remember if he yeah. says that i i believe he does not say that but like so the people that are left one side is called by god to a certain location kind of like close encounters of the third time they have these dreams and they're all being pulled to one specific location both both the good guys and the bad guys the good Good guys are being pulled to the uber smug hippie fucking capital boulder colorado and then the evil guys i mean naturally they're going to be pulled to las vegas i mean that yeah. is just poetic justice like if i'm the devil that is definitely yeah, where my, my base of operations yeah. yeah and it works geographically too because they you have like this like the mountains are like your wall and like you're actually not that far from one you know i mean so yeah i mean it's cool i mean i, I don't know if I would have chose Boulder, but I mean, you know, I, the Las Vegas thing, uh, I was definitely really, really pumped about. Um, but so, and that's basically it. And they do battle. So there's a flu, wipes everybody out except about 1% of the population. Half of those people are pulled by the devil to Las Vegas. And the other half are being pulled by someone that's like kind of like Jesus's like representative, like the Pope, like, um, and they're being pulled to Colorado and then they do battle. That's it. Yeah. That is the entire, there's not really I mean, much more to it than that. Doing battles kind of really like <laughs> overselling. selling it but yeah that is that is what what happened i mean the battle was actually supposed to start right at the end when you know there were you know atomic bombs involved they were going to start bomb like the war was about to begin 
and it kind of ended like right before it started. You know what I mean? Like everybody was kind of arming up to do their own thing. Like one side had sent spies. The other side actually had also sent spies. And then the, the evil side was about to bomb the other side. Yeah. And then things just sort of end. Yeah, I mean, they would have ended right there if they were able to bomb that side anyway. So it's like either way, one one yeah. person was, but only one per, only one side was getting bombs. Like the other side was just trying to get information. Yeah, but we don't. Yeah, we don't know. We don't really know what would have happened too if like the plane had taken off and they had like on. There could have been like I don't know, like you know, the, a giant been, like, glowing God, hand God. of God coming down. Like, like remembering the show Preacher remember in the show preacher the amc show yeah where when the guy's flying he like takes over the pilot's mind and the pilot's flying them all over and all of a sudden the plane's going down the pilot's like we just hit a patch of uh something uh please buckle your seatbelts. we're going to attempt to make an emergency and it ended up being god yeah. that like forced the plane down this is a total sidebar but so that's the premise <laughs> flu evil good people fucking on both sides battle about to begin movie ends or show ends book ends yeah. the end. so yeah. there you go um but do you want to i mean i guess uh, some of the positives i could say about it was like uh, i did think it flowed a little bit better than the uh than the first than the 94 season even though the 94 season was shorter it felt longer than, than this new one um <laughs> The, the cast, I mean, I, I think James Martin was good. I thought uh, Alexander Skarsgård, uh, you know, brother of uh, Pennywise. There's like a, a million of those guys. Um, and I thought some of the unknowns were good. Greg Kinnear was good. Um, I thought, but then like, yeah, I don't understand why they skipped a lot of the flu stuff. I mean, maybe it's because we're in a pandemic right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going. I was going to say that before I start talking about it. if I if it was me, I personally wouldn't have aired the stand when they aired it. I, I would have waited. I would have pushed it back another. I would push it back another year. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I, it probably definitely hurt the viewership. I would have tried to do more work in, on it. In yeah, that time. maybe like you know, ha- maybe extend it. Maybe get some more cameos in. You know, stuff like that. I would have waited until this thing not necessarily completely behind us but until like until there weren't fucking thousands of people dying every day Still, i think yeah. i would yeah i think <laughs> yeah. i would have waited until like things were under control and then released it to the public as something like we've triumphed like you know what i mean like here's a horror movie like depicting how we all felt in our minds while this was going yeah that's just me personally. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I they would... definitely filmed this before the, the pandemic hit, at least most oh, yeah. of it. But so it's like, why are you skipping like all the all the flu stuff? Like I would have gone into like how they handled the whole process. At least like that was a little more um, covered in the in the original 94, where you actually see uh, Stu, uh, James Marsden's character in this one and Gary Sinise in the original. You actually see like the car coming up to the, the gas station and then like them uh, seeing the guy like super sick and then his buddy's getting sick and then the military coming into town and quarantine and all them and taking them to the uh, thing. This kind of starts off with just him like already in 
the quarantine and and the other guy coming in the doctor coming in and be like oh yeah you're you're immune clearly like there was a little bit more of it in the original night before series yeah see i like this i, I like that they went because i have not read the book but to my understanding in the book as well the flu and stuff like kind of went by pretty quickly and it was more like it was more about people finding one another like the book i know was littered like there was a big quest like sort of like um the walking dead you yeah. know how they're searching like people keep finding one another on the road and there's like little subplots where there's like escapades like that guy that was like um can those women to like rape them and make them oh he was like offered them like a, a million dollars the dude was like yeah, money doesn't mean fucking oh, yeah. anything <laughs> no, this, this was later i'm not talking about the scene with heather graham but like oh. the, yeah we I'm gotta talk about there, that scene there were there were a lot of um there were a lot of um like little like side plots that were happening as people were finding one another they didn't I can't remember the original miniseries. Did they do a lot of that in the original miniseries? Yeah, and it got really fucking tiring quick. Like it Did didn't it? really expand my, anything. You didn't really get another character. Like yeah, I mean, like yeah. you, you do still get like um, James. Uh, you still get like them meeting up with. Uh, you still get Stu. No, not Stu. Um, Rob Lowe's character meeting up with the uh, with the other guy, and then that crazy chick, you know, with the with the big uh, moon M O O and the guy, they they still meet yeah. up in the series, and they meet with that crazy uh, chick. The same thing happens, um, and then this and uh, Stu meets up with the painter, and then they meet up with uh, Molly Ringwald uh, and the other and the creeper. <laughs> i don't remember molly ringwald in it like yeah i don't yeah because molly ringwald and gary sinise get together and shit like but yeah like in the in this show they kind of like i didn't like the fact that it was like it it was like jumping time for almost no reason you know what i mean like i understand like it should have kind of built them up a little bit more and like kind of yeah just i gotta tell you i was confused by the jumps and yeah. i knew the time jumps were coming and i was still confused by the jumps and i'm solely focusing on like uh the new stand that we yeah you yeah know, just oh there were there weren't there weren't any uh time jumps in the uh in the original stand it, it it kind of plays out uh in order and stuff but in this yeah. one it was like they just suddenly jumped to, to um james martin and and the uh, the girl it just kind of jumps to the, them and she's already pregnant and I was like, wait, yeah. when did they even meet? Like, does it start? It's, it's, and then they go back and forth where she's like not pregnant. Yeah. And, and like them meeting up for the first time. And then not. Yeah. It was really yeah, I was like, and, why and, are you doing this? I was kind of confused at first. I was like, all right. So she got pregnant with him. Or yeah. did she get pregnant with like somewhere else? Was it immaculate? Like I was just getting confused. And then like there was the one scene where Amber Heard wanted to sleep with um I I can't remember the character's name. He was the black guy who's one of the main characters. Yeah, yeah, the musician. And I was guy, like, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. They had a sexual relationship. Like I don't even remember. Like so I, I, I thought and her I, character I and Heather Graham's character were like the same character. And I thought they just replaced her because I, I noticed when we <laughs> talked about it, it sounded like you thought that. Yeah, and Heather Graham. I just, did, it took me forever to realize that until yeah. like it was like oh, a no. recap of like episode five, and it was like 
Because they start off and you show Amber Heard's character and them together in the tent in the supermarket and shit. And then, like, it jumps back to, like, him being a musician and then the, the whole flu taking place and then him trying to, like, deal with his, like, his dying mother, which I thought that was a real... Like, he had all the creepy fucking scenes with his fucking mother with, like, the flu face and shit and, like, yeah. all that snot coming up and shit. Like, that was that was pretty good. And then, like... To him meeting up with Heather Graham, and then uh, they go, and then he has to like they escape yes. into the sewers, and like the fucking rat scene was fucking good too. Yeah, I got this. But then I like see. they get to the George Washington Bridge, and like it, it, like that's it, and then it just ends in that recap in uh, the beginning of episode five, I think it was. Like he goes, oh yeah, like this other girl, uh, we we escaped New York and then she just killed herself. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it was it, it was <laughs> never to I'm be sure. seen or heard from again. <laughs> I, I, I knew I knew that they were separate. I knew they were separate people. I, I could understand what you're saying, like how you would think that like they suddenly replaced Heather well, Graham. Like, well, that that is a completely rational conclusion that people could have drawn. It was very <laughs> very confusing because they seemed to be playing sort of the same character. Yeah, and the way they did it was it just was not very well done yeah. but for me I didn't have that problem like I mean I used to be obsessed with Heather Graham as a yeah. teenager so I definitely knew it wasn't like you know Heather Graham it turned into um, a, a different person I just thought they just replaced her with her they never yeah. talk about her fate they, yeah, Heather Graham, the, they it never was just it was fate. just in like a one scene that was like real quick it was just like oh yeah we got we like i escaped with somebody else from new york and then she killed herself like she yeah, didn't seem like she was gonna kill anything. herself and that the last of the episode like that yeah, that was what well, that was the difference i noticed between the sh that sh that show um between the show and um and the 94 series was that they actually went through the lincoln tunnel and not the GW Bridge. And I was like, why would you go through the Lincoln Tunnel? That seems like a terrible way to go. Because it's just going to be filled yeah. with cars and dead bodies. And sure enough, it was. But like that, like he actually is going through that with Nadine. He meets Nadine up at that point, And they yeah. go through the Lincoln Tunnel. And then she, and then they go to the uh, the, the uh, campfire. I mean, uh, they go to the, the boulder. And then she's like the, uh, um, the mole for the bad guys in there and then she escapes and she's the one that gets fucked by the devil in the in the in the desert yeah um but and this one that's why i thought it was like kind of the same character that they just you know ignored because it's a, it's actually a different character that he escapes with and then meets up with her i guess on the road or whatever and, and that's and why I was also this one. I guess you have to figure. I mean, things were a little different too because one like contrast I would clearly um, still remember from the miniseries is that CBS All Access like um, allowed for um, graphic language or yeah, graphic, yeah. Uh, you know, and nudity and things like that. So this was a little bit more risque than the, um, the vanilla stand from the early 90s yeah um you know i mean so they it, it allowed them to kind of tell the story 
in like you know more of like the graphic like fashion that king wrote in the book and you know the the first one was it, it afforded them the ability to convey you know ideas in such a manner that was not possible because of the restrictions of the yeah. uh, early 90s version yeah i um, just thought yeah, they, 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 they that, that just, was ridiculous yeah i that just thought if they had just played it in chronological order and then like the first few episodes you're kind of getting uh like you're kind of jumping between characters and you're getting everybody's kind of backstory and their journey through the series and then they all meet up about like episode four or five and then you can do the rest of it from there but it was like you're jumping back and forth between things and i'm trying to figure out where these characters have gone that just aren't there anymore <laughs> so what you're saying is you felt that time was very convoluted in this version and it was it just seemed like they were characters yeah it was unnecessary and it was, seemed like there were characters that were on, early on in some of the episodes that just weren't there later on and you didn't really get a, yeah. a feel of like the connection between like um some of the characters like they were just like oh yeah um James Martin and this girl are in love and they have a kid and like you don't get that at all in the in the in the show it's just like they they met and then like they met again like down the road later on and it's just like like wait what when were they in love like I didn't get that at all yeah (laughs) well they didn't they didn't I don't believe show any of their romancing um I I don't but there was no like real courting and stuff like that yeah um, time was convoluted and hey that's cool if you want to jump around and do some stuff like that as long as you make it so that like the audience is able to clearly pick up on that when the time is right like you yeah. tie everything together yeah at and- least like show a character if you're going to kill a character off at least uh, kill them off on screen <laughs> like yeah well <laughs> it was just it was just poorly done is yeah. what it comes down to they you know they made you know they jumped they, around they, and they didn't make it i mean clear, if you're gonna like, even even like if you were to say that in that same episode you were like oh yeah like like i i got here and she like she she didn't make it or whatever it was just like it was like episodes later there was like a mention is that the only <laughs> thing that bothered you about the the uh time distortion uh mostly i mean it because it i don't know that that was that was the main thing that's the only thing that bothered you about it then that's not that bad for me it just like i said it was just poorly done it didn't make sense yeah add up like it didn't add to the story at all like yeah it didn't add to the story and it also didn't the way they um did it it was incoherent it didn't make sense yeah you could just take all those scenes and play them first or whatever and it would have made more sense that yeah, way, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure why they decided to do that. Um, and then the, uh, then the girl, like, she gets the vision from which, uh, which girl? Um, not Nadine, the uh, the pregnant one. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, Who's Franny. Me, Od- I just can't Franny. Franny. Od- Od- Odessa Young. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Franny. Franny. She like gets the vision, and and um, Whoopi Goldberg, um, Mother Abigail, was like yeah remember this address and she's like all right and then it's just like then the next time you see franny she's like oh in the tub 
like trying to kill herself like yeah. she's like yeah I don't, i'm not trying to go out there fuck this shit i'm killing myself and like i remember like, there being more visions in the original miniseries yeah there was definitely like everybody got and much more visions than they, they speak to much and see that is a lot more reminiscent of the book too yeah. because they're like I, I i remember i remember that i remember that part of it so yeah i, I don't know they didn't really have that in yeah this there were visions but there it were wasn't some visions like, but there wasn't as many yeah yeah like in 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 the original stand and the book it seemed like i think one of stephen king's like big ideas in that he wanted to really show the pull he really wanted to show like who these people were and why they were being pulled in one direction, how the others were being pulled in the other. And that was a big thing. Like there was like temptation, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, and I like that idea. I think that's cool. And they didn't really, they didn't really focus on that. I mean, at least not in a manner that I thought was, effective yeah the only temptation you got throughout the entire series came to that last episode but we'll get to that in a bit <laughs> um yeah so the um yeah like nadine gets a little bit of temptation from both sides and heard but like yeah yeah it's mostly fucking yeah. it's scars guard like <laughs> but uh the the, the and, um the one character harold who like starts off as like this creepy kid and i mean he ends up being fucking creepy later on but uh he actually like has his one saving moment and it's early on when he rescues uh, uh franny, franny. From, from killing yeah. herself and it's like it's like oh well he's already completed his arc right there it's like he's actually a, a, a decent dude he was a little creepy but he like he he's dude, actually that, looking... that that actor i am a fan of his but he is Mad creepy. He plays yeah, Patrick Hoxtether in it too. If, if, oh um, yeah, but, and Patrick Hoxtether is one of the most fucking absolutely upsetting people in the history of like humankind. He is yeah. one of the most psychotic people ever. And I had noticed that. I'm like, huh? Yeah, he was in the other Stephen King thing, which was it. And I think the Stars Guard family. Yeah. Do they have like a deal with Stephen King? Where, like, <laughs> well, there's like so many of them. Like they just show up at either fucking uh, Stephen King property or Marvel property, it seems like. <laughs> I wasn't sure if like they just had some kind of deal with them. I don't know. There's Stephen just, King. It's like the Hemsworths. There's like yeah, Mad Scars guards. There's the Mad Hemsworths. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so. Uh, but then like yeah he goes on and like yeah i thought his character like i mean he played a creep perfectly because i hated him like the whole time yeah <laughs> so I, he, I was like yeah, extremely like, creepy yeah I, I gotta tell you and that kid he looks real weird to me like i gotta tell you he's yeah. very like if i knew him in real life i have a feeling like i'd be like weary about like going to sleep around him. <laughs> yeah. like he's got a he's good for horror he's got like a genuine he was also in um I see you, and he was good in that too. Oh, as well uh, the the one they break into the the couple's house. Yeah, uh, like the, yeah. The, oh yeah, yeah. The frog. He was a uh, what they call a frogger. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. He was that kid. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he and he was like he was weird and creepy in that too. So he's real good at being weird and creepy. <laughs> yeah, like when he's like spying through the gate and shit. And then like later on, he like put that bear in the in the room to watch like her and James Martin like bang it. And shit. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. While he's like building a bomb. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I liked I liked him. Yeah. He was the one thing I would say that I thought his character was the best. Yeah. But then like when they get to that motorcycle accident and he's just like laying there and then he writes that like apology at that point, like if I'm rolling up and I find his body, like I'm letting the crows fucking eat it. Like I might read his note and then burn it and then pee in his mouth. Like that's how much I hated that character. Well, that's <laughs> and I thought that was great. Like, yeah, but like, I, there's no, there's no way anybody's gonna read that and be like, oh yeah, like we forgive him. But like, I mean, no, there... that's the thing. In the actual story, though, that does happen, and they don't show it in the series. But he that kid saved their lives he gave everybody a map as he was traveling he would leave notes yeah. for everyone he yeah. helped them all get to mother abigail like his directions were invaluable a lot of people like in the book and i thought in the original series like they they saw him as someone that like saved their lives they didn't do it in the original series but in this series they definitely did because they were like oh yeah we've been following your signs i'm glad you exist and, and like larry uh the black guy larry underwood yeah. he actually says it at the end when he yeah, like reads yeah. his note and i was like all right i still would have no. pissed his fucking mouth with the crazy <laughs> well that's when he was really realizing he was just like wow we are literally dealing with the devil harold was a good person yeah, and it he was simply led astray, and his mind was poisoned against us slowly and slowly, and it, it he preyed on his like every desire. So like, yeah, I I, I do kind of get that. Like yeah. I did, and I did feel bad for him because I yeah. could see he was just terribly used. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the actor was very effective. I thought yeah. his performance was probably the best in the, uh, in the uh, well, aside from Starsguard, but um, yeah, he didn't he didn't have to do a lot. <laughs> so yeah, he didn't. He really yeah. didn't. Um, I thought uh, the, the the Larry Underwood. He, I thought they missed out on an opportunity to really like he had a, he had a good arc, but it was like the middle of it is missing. You know, because he goes from like this drug addict. Uh, a musician who like may or may not have stolen a song to suddenly like you know the guy yeah, that they like didn't really get into everybody trust but yeah it was like like they didn't really get into his whole struggle with addiction or anything like that which i thought would was a missed opportunity uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well because you would think like um people that have addiction problems they suffer from inner demons and stuff like that and you're saying it was a missed opportunity because they could have really tied that into like the devil or something. Yeah, because the one guy that, 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 that comes back. It. Yeah, because the one guy that comes back um, that they like help out in the hospital before he like, I don't know, goes insane and dies or whatever, or, you know, completely overcomes. Like he got kicked out of Vegas specifically because he was an addict and they were like we don't allow addicts in here so or whatever so it was like i felt that was a, a huge miss opportunity to touch on like his his full recovery or whatever yeah then you know you make a really good point that's true like yeah. it would have been it would have been more interesting if 
and then he becomes this leader like yeah yeah like you would think larry would have had more of a pull towards the dark side yeah because of the suffering that he was already experiencing yeah because he seemed like he had a problem with drugs, and he was also an alcoholic. Yeah, his mom like had me. Yeah, and he also it seemed like um because everybody knew him and knew his music, but in the beginning, like instead of it being like a big amphitheater, he was in like a small club. Yeah, and, then- and I was trying to be like I was like wait is he oh all right maybe he's just big in like the local scene. Yeah, like, that's what it seems like. Like, you know, if he was like, um, if he was somebody that regularly played Joe's Mill Hill Saloon in Trenton, and he was like a Mercer County, New Jersey legend or something like that, but otherwise he wasn't known. But the way they were making it out to be, those people knew who he was. Like, he was obviously a big star. Like, you know, he yeah. was nationally known. And like, they didn't, like, I was just like, and I was going back and forth. I was like, so wait, he was actually a rock star or like you know what i mean yeah i thought he was an up-and-coming one or something like that and he had like one hit or something that may have been stolen or something yeah it was yeah yeah. and then like the um oh the guy i hated the most in this show wasn't because his character was played perfect was because it was so terrible was probably um the guy who uh, was in in jail he played michael ferreira's part yeah yeah like and he was like pretending that he killed the cop but then actually killed the cop and then he ends up shooting someone later which was like completely out of character for him yeah he and um, then he goes on because then shortly after that he uh he helps them uh from the drowning which was yeah it was fucking just his character is all over the place and it was the show and you know yeah i mean i i liked his character i remember him from the uh miniseries yeah uh, miguel Ferrero was was great yeah, in the miniseries because um, he was like a, a a hard fucking dude in that series and like yeah and then this he slowly like towards the end he kind of is like towards the end of um the miniseries he was kind of like wait why am i like like you're the fucking devil like why am i fucking following you like yeah he was like this isn't helping me out at all <laughs> like no. you're, you're just controlling everyone by fear and shit <laughs> And in this one, it was just like he's just like been this scared fucking dude this entire time, and he's just kind of going with it because I guess the devil thought like he had killed somebody as well, even though he would know because he's the fucking devil. But yeah, but then his character made no fucking sense. I did like their whole uh, a hotel thing in Vegas with like the uh, the the battles in the pool or whatever, but you didn't really get to see any of that because they were clearly making outsiders fight or something and there was like a yeah, whole wasn't there like system a, that like didn't chains- mention weren't they like chainsawing people to death like That's what it seemed like, like running man style yeah, yeah. they didn't show it like yeah. they hinted on it and, then- and i was like man you missed an opportunity to show like you, i mean you got to see all the partying and like the the sex stuff but you didn't get to see the brutality that was like because they kind of mentioned they were like oh if if people willingly come here we we let them in and we don't put them in like the the slave cages or whatever yeah, but if they're, like they're not like indentured servants yeah it's like uh, as long as they come willingly and the reason that was is because all the people that were there willingly most of them all dreamt the flag yeah yeah like he was luring them there the ones that didn't come willingly 
I think unless you were like real pissed and they found you and they're like, oh, wow, this guy's badass. We obviously can use him. Otherwise, they were considered to be like neutrals. They didn't dream of Mother Abigail and they didn't dream of Flag. Yeah, uh, that was one thing that I don't think they did in the miniseries or in this, but Stephen King did write about. Yeah, they, they were people that all. were like neutral, like it was like a purgatory for them. They weren't pulled to either. There weren't many of them, but the ones that like, you know, Flag found, he, he saw them as people to enslave because he couldn't bend them to his will and they didn't go to the good guys either. So, yeah, that was something they didn't really touch on in either of them. I, that would have been cool if they did. They just mention it very briefly in this, you know, uh, they won't be slaves as long as they come here willingly seeking us out that was the thing yeah that was like the only mention them. of that and i was like oh that's interesting why don't you get into that more no yeah if no, i saw them, i would be like hey wait I, i've been looking for you guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would immediately be like oh cool like you know you guys are well armed uh yeah i've been actually looking for you guys for a while like i'm not like trying to bounce i am here willing yeah i've just been walking from the east coast that's why it took me so long yeah <laughs> like thank god i found you <laughs> like, yeah. um but I, there were some things like i i thought it was really weird um one of the spies that it was one of my favorite scenes in the uh uh between um alexander Starsgard and um one of the spies uh, oh the, that, the chick uh, what's that the the the, the, the chick spy the, yeah um the I one that was she name. was working down in the uh it looked like in the basement like welding shit like her or yeah well she also uh some guy had like kidnapped her on the road yeah and, like, yeah made her, like his sex slave but like she ends up like bashing his brains in with a baseball bat it was like a great like moment for her yeah and then they kind of <laughs> skipped over a lot of her i was like we're not are we we're not going to get to know this character who's like a, a major character in the story because she's one of the spies you didn't yeah, get to know any of the spies and all this <laughs> son you see her in this like real sexy lingerie out of nowhere yeah like, she's this woman that's working underground as like a fucking like electricianist or something like wearing like construction gear and stuff like that and i was just like oh hello <laughs> all right uh, yeah. <laughs> what is, uh that apparently if you're a real hot chicken you ask a lot of questions about flag you get to work your way up to the, to the second in command dude as one of his like his sex buddies or something <laughs> within like and nobody really days. questions why you're asking a lot of questions about the, yeah. about this dude when no one else has asked for him at all like because they're all dreaming of him and stuff like that so most of their questions like these people have already had these mental revelations yeah she shows up out of nowhere but she comes there willingly yeah. and becomes very quickly like an integral member of like their community because she was like doing wiring and repairing the buildings and they were like saying like you know you're doing a really fucking good job here like you know yeah. we're really lucky to find you um you've also been asking non-stop questions <laughs> about like our operations here and our boss yeah <laughs> like she was like a terrible fucking here. spy like the fact that she 
she lasted as long as she did is fucking surprising. Well, Flag, he he reveals, he's like, yeah, I saw you like right as soon as you left Boulder. Like he, <laughs> yeah. knew, he, he knew she was coming. So like she she was, she had already Well, failed. he knew there was three, but he couldn't figure out who one of them was. Because uh, I think the, he he because the guy was like a a, a mental a simple a simpleton yeah yeah well he was even more yeah well his his brain it's kind of like the opposite of Pennywise Pennywise used to complain that he wouldn't take adults because adults minds were more complex their problems and fears were like more intricate while childs were simple but flag scene was is he was able to like he was able to fucking see through your eyes and identify who you were based on like your conflicts and complexities yet if you were a simpleton if you had the mind of a child then he was like powerless against you because all he could see was the moon yeah, he kept yeah. saying he's like and he was like embarrassed about it it was getting to him and he kept talking about he's like he thought that he was being outsmarted by yeah. this person yeah. and that was flag was very very arrogant yeah. like he believed that he was the don like if he were if he were pennywise and mother abigail was the turtle like that would have been his con like he was very very like he was very self-conscious it was interesting um i don't remember how it was written but he was very self-conscious he was constantly afraid of um being made to look inferior and you know what I mean? And that's why he, like you were saying, rolled through fear. Yeah. And um, yeah, his character was very, very interesting. I, w- I Again, I wish they had done a little bit more with him. I could have used. Yeah, yeah exactly. Stars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I mean, he did get outsmarted by, uh, by Moon because he ended up crawling underneath the bodies to like to yeah. escape and shit like that. And I was like, oh, man, this guy's smarter than, than he uh, says he is, too. Yeah yeah um but yeah he, he did blow up next spot though in when they were like in that convenience store and that real horny girl finds neck yeah and she's just like it's not like you're not hot yeah <laughs> like she's like all over him real quick and he's feeling it too and like everything seems to be you know leading to you know greener pastures and all of a sudden like he comes out and then things went sour real fast because she pulls a shotgun and tries to kill both of them yeah. well so, first she like she keeps calling him he she keeps calling him retarded and like he's having like the um nick uh uh the guy who played uh rob lowe's part he like takes complete offense and he's like no we're not having anything to do with it and but she tries to apologize but only like the the dumb guy i mean the uh the simpleton hears yeah him and like and so he's just like come on i'm not not dealing with this not dealing with this to murder both yeah and then then, but then yeah right after like he's like no let's go and she's like all right well fuck you then like hear this (laughs) like and then tries to murder him but it was only after she like tried to apologize and then was pushed away like uh like i, I don't know yeah, i, I would have gave her another chance <laughs> yeah i yeah i would have definitely given her yeah i'd be like we're not gonna leave you here by yourself like so, but you, here's so, the you, thing. so you're kind of a prick like like uh, i'm still gonna take you with us yeah but like that is justification for her to suddenly try to murder them oh yeah at that point you don't <laughs> 
at that point you you're like okay we made the right decision let's not bring this crazy fucking woman with us but like you don't know that she's trying to kill you at that point it seemed like it was very clear she was psychotic yeah well i didn't i i mean in the in the original one i think you could tell she's way more psychotic than in this one like she's just like kind of fucking with him and shit because she thinks it's funny and but then like yeah she does flip like real fast uh but yeah it's like uh like yeah i don't know i, I, I don't remember gone. her character at all in the original yeah she's like only in like a couple scenes in the beginning she's more in this one because she shows up later on as like the one of the main girls uh that like uh is like the go-between almost in uh in this series and the other one she's like really not like she's yeah, yeah. Like, she's, she's like, like, she's like you don't man. you don't see her again in in the ninety four series to like the very end where she sees the um the one guy and she's like oh I think that dude was uh was with uh, Rob Lowe back in the day like I think that's our third spy and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but by then it like he's already gone and shit like that but like that's her only other appearance in that show I don't remember seeing her like any other time. But uh oh yeah that I did really like that scene where uh she goes to kill Flag and then she ends up uh like and tries to kill him and like he uh, he comes back but then like she's like he's like yeah you can't kill me you better tell me who this other spy is and she takes her own life. I thought that scene was really good in both the miniseries and in this one. Just, yeah, I don't remember I don't remember it in the uh original but th- that's this what one was... she takes the bottle to her neck, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and the, that, that's <laughs> We're kind of going between girls now. We were talking about the crazy one. That yeah, yeah, yeah. In like the no, I'm talking about the spy. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we're going. We're you know switching to the spy now. The one we were talking about that. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. just the way they showed her. She seemed like she was just like this, like low key, like construction worker. Yeah, you know, person. And then all of a sudden, like they show her in like you know they show her in like lingerie and she's like and she's got like the body of an elite model and i i I just thought that was like kind of weird that like she was i i I don't know then she Um, knows she's about to be out it so she prepares herself she's she's hard as nails yeah hard as nails she she just takes the bottles on the neck i thought that was pissed but in the in 94 series she takes her she like slams her neck into a into like a pane window that's like in the it's like a barrier in the uh hotel on that floor because it's like you know in the penthouse and stuff and it's got yeah. like this clear like window pane barrier and she just breaks her fucking, like slices her fucking neck on that and i was like damn like it's real you pissed about talk about you want to talk about a hero because you know in a lot of like stephen king books there's um people that uh commit suicide for the greater good yeah. that was like you, you could see her, see her performance was great like i thought she was a very effective actress she's just barely in it <laughs> that's the yeah, problem that, yeah that, yeah that that was just strange you know um because she, she seemed like you know she was very talented and her character was very effective because i remember i knew she was going to kill herself and it's not that i remembered it from the book or the uh, original series but there's a point where there stars garden her are looking at one another and he pulls the scissors out of his neck and he's like yeah you can't kill me you're going to tell me what i want to know and there's a moment in her eyes 
where you could see that she realized the only way to protect them was to take her own life and to do it immediately with whatever, by whatever means she possibly could that yeah. were nearest her, which happened to be a bottle that she broke and then stabbed into her fucking jugular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but like there was a scene I knew as soon as I saw her eyes go down, I knew she was like, I need to immediately kill myself to protect my friends. Yeah. And I, I think that is real. I wish she was in it more. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, it was just such a small character that had seemed like she had a good story that they kind of yeah. skipped over. I, I think her story before she met up with them was really grim because she was taken as like a like a sex slave or something yeah. by that one guy who she I mean, she definitely gets her revenge on him. Yeah, but then um, she just disappears in the community, and she's yeah, not brought, yeah, that, brought back up again. Yeah, yeah that's 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 all time for her to be a spy. It's like, oh yeah, remember that chick from earlier? Yeah, she she'd be a good spy. And we're all like, who? And they had to do like the previously on to be like, oh, her, okay, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 I, yeah. That that was. I guess what we're kind of driving at here that what we've been talking about for the past, you know, whatever is it was not very good. (laughs) I think that's what we're getting at. But I will say this. I had told you, um, and I think I mentioned it in the last cast that my expectations for this were so low. Yeah. It was actually better than what I thought based on what i had heard the reviews like you know i mean like just the fans and stuff like it had gotten so badly bashed that i actually enjoyed it more than i thought i was going to um i mean i definitely enjoyed it more than the 94 series (laughs) like i didn't i i I stayed away from all uh uh, reviews until because i didn't want to be spoiled by anything I, I I didn't know what happened. Like I didn't know like how it was done, like how it was filmed. I didn't know about like that they were gonna do like the crazy time convolution thing. Like I didn't know anything about that. I didn't even know the, other than Starsguard, I didn't even know the cast of actors. I just knew that the reviews were very, very poor. Yeah. I only knew Whippy Goldberg and Scarsgard were in it. Yeah. I didn't even know that what I will say one thing about Whoopi, and I was—I didn't want to mention this because I thought you'd get pissed at me. I skipped out all the parts with Whoopi Goldberg. She was fine. I mean, she was barely. She's she's not even yeah. in it that much. I I skipped every as soon as I saw her. I fast forwarded a little bit until she was gone, <laughs> and that messed me up a little that, bit. That would mess you up, yeah. just because she had she describes what they have to do at the end but i remembered from the original miniseries that you know uh, mother abigail says the same thing like you guys need to go on foot you cannot bring weapons you can only bring food god will provide you with the rest you know it's going to be a very hard journey so i knew that but otherwise i gotta tell you i think that's what made things even better for me because Whippy Goldberg is just absolutely uh, I just cannot stand her as an actress it's because she's on that show The View and I I think that's one of the worst things that's ever happened to the human race so like you know I mean it's just I skipped out all the Whoopi parts but like I really don't think I missed out on much man if anything I think it enhanced the experience Uh, the the one scene that you probably missed out that was different was her actual like when she leaves the the town 
they she just kind of goes missing for a while and then she comes back all beaten up and like dying and you don't really know Doesn't what happened to her she, flag? And, yeah in the night and I'm, I'm saying the 94 series you don't see yeah. any of that yeah. uh and this one she yeah she meets flag and like they kind of do they kind of have like a little you know they have some words and like he kind of like gets her all fucked up he kind of beat her well not he didn't necessarily do it himself but you know like he had um his minions or whatever kind of oh I, yeah I so it's like a it's like a wolf or something and she falls down so and shit. She yeah gets her ass beat? yeah but she gets like attacked by like you know his wolf form or whatever because like in this one he turns into like the wolf and the uh and the crow where yeah. he only he only does like the crow or or the crows or a spy or something like that i'm not uh, really sure i think he might transform from the wolf in this one well doesn't nadine in the original miniseries go up to mother abigail like meet mother abigail when she first gets there and mother abigail can pretty much immediately detect there's something wrong doesn't she go up to her and say something like oh i'm surprised you can walk you must be so tired mother abigail like there was a scene between nadine and mother abigail in the original series i know there is she kind of like is in the crowd and like they um she's like come forward my child or whatever and like yeah she she kind of immediately kind of bounces yeah she well the actress who players are kind of uh already has that weird look to her so you're kind of already yeah. suspicious of her so <laughs> i felt like mother abigail's like why are you here you yeah. are not someone yeah, and you then clearly stephen don't belong king, and stephen king goes and talks shit to her like actual stephen king yeah <laughs> he goes over and he's like what the fuck was that and she just bounces yeah after that. yeah so, and like and, and then things just go on like that never even happened but in this she's like a part of the community there yeah she's for a while care of a child um she's a teacher right she's like yeah she was a teacher she took she took the like the kid in who like went through a lot of shit and like yeah that's one major difference from the yeah she goes from like and she's like and she's a virgin and she's been saving herself since childhood for this creature that she's only ever seen in her dreams and that yes. one time in that when in the school where they like were were playing with like the ouija board thing or whatever which i don't know why that was in there but yeah, yeah <laughs> that's when you see her like really going for it but yeah it was like yeah she she definitely takes a turn and then she's even like it that was another difference between the 94 series and the 94 series she's into it up to the part where they're at the campfire and they're about to have sex and the uh randall flag starts changing his face to the devil then she's like no 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 no." and that's where like uh uh he basically the satan rapes her and then is like you know controlling her because they jump to like they're at the hotel and then um they're together and you see she's like completely like pale her hair is now white and she's like real frail and she's like and then like when she's about to like she can feels like there's something evil inside her and like that's when she like takes her own life out the uh out the window and stuff like that and this one she's into it on like amber heard like her character's into it all the way like all the way up to like she's about to give birth and they're like wait it's it's me yeah. or the child's like okay then like fuck this shit like we're both gonna fucking die like if 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 the child was was gonna be born and she would have been fine she would have 
definitely went through with that birth. Yeah, oh, yeah. there was no dread for her, really. I mean, yeah. like, like even when she realized she was like having sex with like a demon, she was just like, "Yeah, this is yeah, cool. I don't know. I'm, I'm all right it. with this." Yeah, she's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, "I have." Mean, she's like, "I have the child of like of the the fucking the devil's son." Like, I'm I'm into it. And then like right at the end when she's like, "Oh wait, like." I'm not gonna survive this shit. Oh fuck that! Yeah, then. You, fuck you, fuck you, you and your kid. You, you, you used yeah, me. Yeah, you used me. You yeah. used me. Like you know, like I completely like you know everything I've ever done in my life has been for you. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like I worship the ground you walk on. Like you know, I mean, you've used me to as like you know a sacrificial lamb to have your antichrist, which I think is what they were trying to yeah, get at. Yeah, yeah. And then she just yeah you know, immediately committed suicide <laughs> yeah I did, I did like her jumping out into the courtyard instead of outside so like everyone fucking saw it but that was there like yeah, yeah my, well, my favorite pissed. my favorite part which is my favorite part in the entire thing was the look on stars guard's face when she's going into labor and he's there in like a hugh like a hugh hefner robe smoking a cuban cigar yeah <laughs> and she's like in suffering like and like he's staring down at like you know the delivery area yeah. so like, you know he's staring at her pulsating you know yeah <laughs> abomination and he's they're smiling smoking a cigar yeah <laughs> in a room he was like, like i just this is yeah. fine like she suffered yeah. i'll go fuck yeah. He, he, yeah he was like real happy about it because like that ultimately i think was his like mission was to yeah. have an heir that was going to bring about the end for all yeah i think and, that face was his downfall because that's when she realized she wasn't going to survive this because she didn't give a like he didn't give a fuck about her because yeah, you, you could tell like bar in a robe smiling yeah yep. you could tell that he she was in pain and like he was like he was just smiling like yeah like i know you're in pain i don't give a fuck like the kid's about to come like it's fine and like that was his downfall if he played that a little, little better he like he could have had his antichrist and nobody said anything to her because you know like they didn't want to go against the flag like yeah. Ob yeah obviously like they could see that like she was in like dire straits but like you know uh, uh, it, i don't know it was a weird thing too because while i was watching this i could not help um but for my americanism to come out because like i don't no, I, I saw there was like there was like a deep divide between the two people, but you could tell that like even some of the people that were with Flag, you could tell some of them had like serious doubts as to what they were doing. Oh yeah, that comes out in the end. Like yeah, yeah. And, and they and they really, you know what I mean? Like they really they realized that he ruled by fear and they were only there. A lot of them were not like completely evil. Some of them were completely evil. A lot of them were completely evil people. Probably yeah. the majority of them were evil people. But there was still a good percentage of them that were only there based on like fear and necessity because you didn't want to be on your own nobody's going to yeah. want to be on their own in that situation so and there was a little bit of that on the other side too i felt because like in boulder they had talked about like how they had to build a jail because people were and they were like you know it's only a matter of time before there's murders and we're gonna have to set up some kind of like judicial system here because you know i mean so it, there were people on 
from both sides that like kind of, and I don't know, I was just thinking about the peril. I don't know if they were trying to go for this and like eliminate this, but I was thinking about it, uh, about the division within American society between like the political ideology and stuff like that. And I was seeing some of that in the stand. I don't know if that was intentional, if like when they were making the show, they like decided to try to like write that in. I, I even thought like I had to rewind at one point because during the trial, the, the show trial they put on, if you looked in the um if you looked in the uh the jury box or where the audience were sitting, there were several people that were wearing red baseball caps. And I went back to make sure and see that they weren't make America and make America great again hats. Because uh, yeah, that yeah. happened in, in the preacher, if you remember, in the pre I'm uh, referencing the preacher again, like the uh, evil Nazis were wearing MAGA hats. And like <laughs> I went back in the stand, I was just like, are you kidding me? They're all wearing MAGA hats. And I went back and they were just like, they were just like red baseball caps. But I don't know if they were trying to do that. But um, it, it was something that I, I, I couldn't help but draw some parallels. And I was just like, oh, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I thought that I thought that uh the fake jury scene, I thought that was a pretty good scene. Uh and then when they lock him into the pool, I was like, "Oh, are they going to like unleash gators or something?" <laughs> like and then they just go to yeah. like drowning. And I was like, "That's it. You're just going to drown them?" I was yeah, like, I I also like, I you're going to put also like sure. entertain cuz that's like your entertainment pool. That's where you're having people murder each other. You're not going to have them like murder each other or something. You're just going to drown them." And I was like, "Yeah, maybe All like right, electric, electric eels or something like <laughs> yeah, that." Yeah, like something like it was nothing. And uh, I did like the um the the cloud instead of like the glowing hand that comes down at the yeah. end of the original was, one which this was, like, was the next thing i was going to ask yeah. you how did you feel that there was no hand of god you still see uh if you notice the cloud when it first comes in it's still in the, you still see like fingers and stuff and i was like well, oh that, I, I was like oh that cloud's kind of a, a hand of god there and but i did like that i did like it better in this one um uh, yeah i like the electric the um the um, lightning bolts fucking like just blasting people although that was fantastic and the one guy gets t just taken out by like the sign and shit <laughs> like his yeah, head gets oh, yeah, completely yeah. decapitated yeah i thought that whole uh that whole ending and, was and that was cool. right after he ordered them to be free yeah every like there it wasn't gradual like at the very end like yeah there were like there was like people had some trepidation during the trial yeah that's when you like finally that. understood that like there were other people that were like oh well, like kind of, he's yeah, just rolling a fear and then yeah, all those people got killed anyway but at the very end it seemed like there was an extremely sharp turn like at the very end like he was just like you know what go get their keys you know what fuck all this shit and other people like start like chanting there was only, like maybe like one or two other people in the crowd and that's when he was like ah hey, you're right fuck it let's let's release them <laughs> like it's all by fear <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah it was it, it, it was strange but I, I would say my i think the most disappointing character because this was the character i was looking forward to the most was trash can man <laughs> and i remember in the miniseries he was portrayed by an actor that i liked I yeah i can never remember his name but i always get him and like um the guy from the a-team murdoch i always yeah, get those yes, two guys yeah. confused uh, i'm pretty sure they're not the same guy I, yeah they are they are not i think yeah. he played the teacher at one point and well, I, he was I max hedrum he, right 
I, I, I'm not sure his name. I think he was in um, Watchmen, too. I think there was a part where him and Rorschach sat, sat, sat down and talked. Um, the comedian had, like, broken into his apartment in Watchmen, and they had that. Well, anyway, but I, I can't remember what the actor's name is, but I liked him in the um, original miniseries, and I remember that ridiculous part at the end where he's, like, driving that, like... Um, that nuclear warhead with the with the a bomb in the back and they have this like ridiculous song and he's like kind of singing like yeah like i absolutely hated it his his absolutely illiterate character in the new one that walked around wearing a diaper like he-man but with like extremely bad hygiene oh you mean played by uh DC's The Flash is Ezra Miller. <laughs> I have no idea who Ezra Miller is. Yeah. Um, he, he's terrible as a Flash. He like doesn't know how to run. He's like waving his arms like outside to side, and you're like, who the fuck runs like that? But anyway, yeah, his character like, I, I mean, I thought it was funny that he was like masturbating to like the explosion, but I'm, like, no, I, I, no, I did <laughs> like that, and I also as soon as they, he's talked about the world's biggest fire, I, I thought that I was a pyromaniac because as soon as he asked about that I was like July 1961 the Russia explosion <laughs> like I knew I knew I knew immediately like that was like the, that was apparently the biggest test of an atomic bomb they claim that everything within a 15 mile radius was immediately liquefied like it was like a massive test uh, you can like look it up on um like uh youtube and stuff like that i don't believe they actually it was deep in soviet territory so i don't believe that they actually had footage of it but there's a lot of information you can read about the test so as soon as you said that i was just like 1961 the russians and like he, <laughs> then he said it yeah. things like 1961 blah blah and they were talking about the fight i like that part when they're talking about the fire and the fury yeah but otherwise the guy didn't even really seem literate yeah, like I, the guy, I couldn't even tell if the guy like knew how to speak English. I don't know if he was mentally retarded. He was obviously deranged, and yeah. they were deranged in both of them. But in the in the original miniseries, I remember the character having a little bit more personality. Yeah, and like he kept saying "my life for you," and Flag was like real pumped up that. And this, he was just walking around wearing a dirty diaper and like nobody even wants to be near him and yeah. i was just like, wait what the fuck like i don't <laughs> uh, but yeah it was uh in the original series played by matt Fuhrer, and he was max hedgerome yes he was in uh the watchman he's yeah. in, in that new perry mason series which i hear was really good uh, it, was, yeah. it was it was decent it, i wouldn't say it was really good it was decent uh, a lot of people tell me to check it out because it was good uh i hear it's no, a little, i would definitely check it i would check it here it's good yeah uh, he was in fear the walking dead uh he's in uh he was in castlevania he was in orphan black he's been in 12 monkeys tv series like so he's been in a lot of tv stuff but yeah i i, I like that actor he's he's good but uh not yeah, the uh, girl that um the girl from orphan black that plays like the five different versions of herself yeah she's also in perry mason as one of the main characters oh, okay yeah so they uh, they like reunite <laughs> i guess yeah. um but uh whatchamacall hey when um, you when you're in one show and you're banging it out 
all those actors tend to get picked up and, and put into the next good thing or made the next thing well, anyway I, I see whether HBO, it's good or not i see hbo as being like sort of a family like it, it seems like hbo like especially with their with their television series it seems i i always see reoccurring actors like working to one another like if you go and like look through every hbo series from like fucking carnival to fucking deadwood to um perry mason to um I don't know, the wire, all the like you will see like a group of actors that have like been working with one another in oh boardwalk empire was the other yeah, one I was gonna yeah. say. Like I always see I don't know any other network where like they seem to have and some of it is just like very small parts, but like HBO, I don't know how they do that. I, I don't know if like HBO just has a really good rapport with some of the agents of those actors, or they have an overall deal with them, or yeah, like the or creators some, really like each other. So yeah, or yeah, or all the actors just became like really close friends, so that like when someone gets a part, if like they know there's another opening, that person's like, hey, I know who would be great for this part. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, me give him a call yeah. <laughs> like you know what i mean i don't know but like do you do you know what i'm saying yeah showtime and the other networks i've never seen anything like that and i'm not talking about like cbs or nbc because i don't watch like those shows i generally only watch on premium channels. it seems like when the, the regular network shows when some people get good on those then hbo or like the other big networks will pick them up and be like oh, okay yeah. they're getting accolades yeah they're getting accolades for this like we need to pick them up for this bigger show with a bigger budget so yeah yeah but i mean i see that and HBO, and I, I love that. I think that's a great thing. I'd, I'd like to know more about that. I'm not going to sidebar anymore. Yeah. But that's just an observation that I always see with you. Yeah. You know, we suddenly start talking about Perry Mason, but. <laughs> Anyway, um, but getting back to it, he was my most disappointing character. Yeah, um, I think just because he was just—I mean, it was just kind of hard for me to watch. The only and, scene I liked was when he was masturbating to the fire. Yeah, and, the, um, and he only shows up for what, like the last two episodes, the yeah, seven and exactly. seven and eight, anyway. Yeah, is they show. Yeah, I think they show him like earlier on, and like they they find him, and like he tells him to go and bring him the fire. Um, no, I, I don't mean, even think that happens to like almost the end of the series. Like I swear it was like episode seven when they introduce yeah, him. He tells and him they to tell bring, him in a, a flashback. I think, it's, I think it's earlier. I think it's like in like episode season or episode like four or five maybe nah, where, he doesn't show up till way later i know i think he meets him tells him to go get the fire and then he's just gone from that episodes and then he like comes back in like episode seven they show him like wheeling out or maybe it was in the same episode i don't know i, I don't know i i tried to block that character out. yeah hold on he was in the the vigil the walk and the stand so which one was the vigil let's see I have no idea. I, I, I don't, in episode I don't six. So he shows up in episode six. So he's in six, seven, and eight. Yeah. And that's and it. yeah I think, yeah, I think he, sh so he would show up in the beginning of episode six. And then I think he showed up again at the end of episode seven because it showed him wheeling the yeah. um, to Vegas. It showed, it, yeah. It has his introduction. And then seven is, is him getting the, the uh, yeah, his, is him getting the A bomb. And then, uh, which I like 
how easy is it just to get an A-bomb when, like, you would think everything would have been shut down almost immediately and locked up as well, if know, everybody's getting sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah, well, yeah, that's, I mean, not to, like, get, like, too real about but there have been like numerous like independent investigations in the united states where people have been able to get in to nuclear weapon silos like journalists and stuff just to see how easy they like apparently like there was one thing where the door wasn't even locked like yeah it's crazy like vice did vice did like investigations and like people were able like to just like walk it like it's really great they were you know donald trump made a whole thing about how our nuclear weapons need to be renovated anyway yeah um i don't think that that's what they were trying to illustrate in the show (laughs) yeah um regardless of whether or not it was like locked down or whether or not all doors were open and unlocked that does seem like a pretty big job for one, one person, person yeah you know, you, uh, and like you can't just like take a warhead you need to it, know how to extract the nuclear core from it because and he does that you don't take he's the entire... no, he just takes the top whole top he cuts yeah. around the, and just takes the whole top he doesn't yeah. take the nuclear core out he just was like okay the nuclear core is in here i'm taking this whole top part yeah well he, that's <laughs> well that that is where the nuclear payload yeah is. i know but what like, i'm saying is yeah. you need to technically know how to do that there's like a computer system you have to go into like you know there, you can't just go and like you know just start hacking <laughs> i think it would have been it. like I th- like obviously the easier thing to do would have been just to launch it from that silo <laughs> like yeah that, that like would, that why are you happen. trying to cut it and like take it to an airplane yeah. to attach to an airplane to take it across to drop it you could have just went to i mean maybe there was no power but i'm sure they have backup generators there that you could have fucking like launched he, from there he hired bad help yeah is what ultimately happened i mean but it's just ridiculous that he could do that as one man one person like, yeah he got on top of a fucking ballistic missile was able to seamlessly cut the nuclear fucking core out and then puts that unstable core on like a fucking flatbed yeah. And just drives that. Like he would have, you know. I know he. They show that he's melting from radiation poisoning. Yeah. Like that looks cool. <laughs> he would have been. He would have been dead before he ever got that core out. Yeah. Like he, the radiation would have been like overwhelming. He would have started like not being able to see. His body would have shut down. Like the radiation poisoning would have been ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like it, it, uh, yeah, again, it was just on like a flatbed. Like maybe if he still had it, like if he had like a crane that he picked it up off or a tow truck that he got it off the tow and then he just drove the tow truck all the way there. Yeah. Like, and then like, okay, it was, he did it all in one move. Like he yeah. lowered the thing down, hooked it up and then he cut it off and then just went back or to the tow like, truck and took off yeah. and drove or up with that. Like, if he had like knowledge of nuclear weapons and they made it very clear that he's crazy, but yet he has a very like intense, like scientific understanding of how like a hydrogen bomb works and he went there with a crew that flag sent with him where they're all wearing like fucking like radiation gear and he's instructing them and they were able to remove it with a crew and like like something like that yeah. I would be like, but dude he's a guy walking around with a dirty 
diaper. Just and blowing like, shit up like like yeah, not, and like he could have been like himself. he could have been some like you know disgraced you know ex military bomb squad guy. So that's something you could yeah, have explained so- like why he knew about the 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 uh, or how he knew about like bombs and stuff like that like that would yeah. have been better and like he yeah. could still be crazy but just yeah. a little bit like you know and he shows up at the weapons facility with like a hundred guys because yeah. you're going to need the labor you can't just crane your way out by hand <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so ridiculous like i know i know people would say like dude it's a, it's not supposed to be be like that realistic man it's just a fucking show like give it a break but it was just so ridiculous like yeah. the guy seemed like he was retarded too like so yeah I when you really... start making like over the top fucking choices like that it takes you like you know it's fictional but it still takes you out of it like yeah yeah i was oh uh, god well but hey the end thing like i said like I had such low expectations. Yeah. And I will say this about the stand. All the shit we've pretty much been talking about the last hour, I was entertained by it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it that. I can't. I I mean, at the same time, I can't believe you made it all the way through this and then also gave up on Lovecraft Country. And like, I I enjoyed this much more. I I did. I was thinking about that actually, (laughs) too. I was just like, wow. I was like, I was, I really thought, like, I was thinking about, I was like, fuck, what if it's like I'm three episodes in and it's just so brutal? I was like, well, you know, I told Doc I'd watch this for the podcast and like, (laughs) that's just about the and then uh, but, but i gotta tell i think it had a lot to do with knowing that i was not not gonna have to hear a single word from Whoopi goldberg like i think that helped a lot because i was thinking about that like, you're not gonna have Whoopi. i was like uh, I was, and i remember being like oh damn heather graham's in this heather graham is 52 years old yeah and she, she doesn't look like, like she's she, aged in like the last 20 years she like, looks like she's 30 yeah and i was just like wow heather graham's in this and she is crazy carrying a gun and she's still smoking hot and i was obsessed with her so i'm real into this show now and And then and she's gone (laughs) yeah i I thought maybe she'd be back and i was like oh hamber herds in this i was like that's a pretty good choice for nadine and you know i mean and uh i i did find it entertaining and it was a stephen king story that i was familiar with like lovecraft country was like a bunch of stuff that i wasn't as familiar with and it just didn't have uh i'm not going to compare the two but i was i would say that is probably the most important thing i was entertained by and if you haven't seen the stand i would i I would say it's worth the watch just because it's entertaining you know there's some funny parts like it's definitely not like a complete piece of shit that i'd be like don't ever watch it like there there is there is there is like some i don't know I, i just and like i said like based on like what's going on right now we're in the middle of a pandemic we're in the middle of like you know like near we're we have civil unrest and strife between like you know two divided factions in our country so the movie was very or the show rather was very very relevant to me and i think that added to my enjoyment or at least added to it it really kept my attention and so i liked it um i'm glad i saw it it was not good it was bad it was poorly done uh the characters were not well developed uh 
a lot, like you said, uh, characters just disappear and their storyline ends. Like, yeah. you know, it's kind of chaotic crap, but I did enjoy it until I found out there was a ninth episode. <laughs> yeah, you were like, oh man, I just finished watching it. And you were like, wait, there's a ninth episode? You were like, what is it? Like a behind the scenes? Because it definitely ends. Yeah. And I got to the same point as you did. And I was like, yeah, what the fuck is the next episode going to be? And yeah. like, I started watching it and like not even five minutes into it. And I was like, wait, so why didn't they just tack this on? Why didn't they just make the eighth episode a little bit longer? Because like another 15 minutes into it or like something. The, the next, it, like a... Yeah, because the, the first like 10, 15 minutes of it before they leave um, the Colorado, uh, uh, like they, they there is the scene where you get um, uh, Stu coming back from vegas because it doesn't it doesn't just end with wait, the wait one sec before we end what what let me just make clear there were eight episodes and that pretty much told the entire story of the stand yeah like, but i mean the, the miniseries it told the story at the end of the eighth episode you know the bomb goes off everyone's annihilated the dark man is defeated and it has an ending where you're like okay this is the obvious end yeah, but, but I mean, you did episode, and that's what we're talking about yes, right here. Yes. So, but you did you, in the original series, and I believe in the book as well. You still want that closure of Stu coming back to to see his his wife and child born. Like you would still put that in the in, in extended. Uh, I, I, get, I mean, but then you I, end yeah. it there. You end it with his return. Him and yeah. him and uh, Moon's return. You yeah, end they see it there. the dark man's gone a f an, an extra 15 minutes where maybe she's moping around for a few days like well i'm glad the dark man's gone but i lost my the father of my child is dead and is never coming back i'm real depressed things aren't going to be the same i really wish i at least knew what happened to him and then that one night when they're having like their celebration then he shows up and they show yeah. that the the retarded guy brought him back and like nick said earlier in the show but mentally said, challenged so like yeah i'm i'm yeah yeah uh, <laughs> sorry sorry about that uh pc yeah. police um, <laughs> yeah mentally I don't, I don't disabled, want letters. the yeah. mentally disabled gentleman yeah. um you know but nick said earlier on he said you know the guy may be a half wit but he will surprise you yeah. he has abilities just because he's not you know because he's mentally challenged doesn't mean he's not like a valuable member of our group and it should and yeah they could have done that in 15 minutes yeah it could have just showed them two coming back and then, like him seeing, yeah, him seeing his wife and and seeing his child for the first time, and then credits. Like, but yeah. then Stephen King decided to come in and was like, "No, I need to rewrite the ending." I felt and like isn't Stephen King, the anti-closure guy, isn't he the guy that has said multiple times he's like, "People expect happy endings and closure in my work." He's like, "That's just not the way things are in the real world, and that's not the way I write." Yeah, Hasn't but I mean, King that's kind of how it—that's kind of how it ends in the, in the book originally. But he went and rewrote the ending for his book because he felt like her character uh, didn't get uh her test her stand like and i was like well you barely even like she's not even that huge in the show once like she's at the town and and like is having the baby she's not that that she doesn't need that arc you know what i mean like so she doesn't need that test 
Like her job was to bring in the future for mankind was by having a child that was immune to the uh, to the to the, the virus. First baby did catch it, right? But then the baby recovers. recovers yeah, and like that's all. Which like that's weird. all you need. Like that's what you need to end it with. It's just like she's bringing in the future of mankind. You don't need to have yeah. her go have her own stand with with uh with Mother Abigail and, and Flag coming at him. Like you don't need he that at all. It, like yeah, he he. Did I don't know exactly if it works. What he talks about not doing it didn't work. It was awful. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it works in the book better, but like it doesn't seem like it worked at all on the show. It just seems no, like all this no. extra shit that you didn't no. need. It showed that Flag survives at the end and is now in an in a, an untouched part of society just to yeah, infect them. Like you know, like the Congo or something. I, I, I'm not sure where, where that was supposed to be. It was just some un, like, untouched yeah. part of society with this tribe that had never seen a disease before. Uh, unless the white man brings it or whatever, and then, the but thing, like it, he it, shows up there and it's like, and he's like, okay, like I've killed this one person now, all these people are gonna bow to me, but it's like, why, like, <laughs> like why yeah. are you even there? You're like you, you, you're dead. Like it's just fucking. And I'm pretty sure in the book that tribe would have still died because this thing was in the air. There were people that had no contact that were totally isolated, never saw anyone and they still caught it and died. Well, you this wouldn't was, have known that from the show. <laughs> or, yeah, this was something that's biblical. Like, I don't know how it traveled exactly. I don't know if like, you know how in um, the walking dead, the guy from the CDC tells Rick, like, we all have this within us somehow. Yeah. We're not sure how this happened, but we've all been infected. Everyone yeah. on, that is similar to the stand. Everybody is basically infected, but some people just, it, it, their bodies, it just doesn't do anything to them. So that tribe out there would have been whether it's carried in the air or it's just something that like comes from outer space Stephen king loves aliens so you know what i mean it could have been like alien snowflakes like chubby rain and bowfinger <laughs> <laughs> and it just falls down so those people would have had it and most of them would have died and only a couple would have lived or they all would have died well, everybody if... on earth got it that's the so thing if they had no done sense. a better job in the beginning of the show uh, talking about you know the flu and how it's transmitted and all that then that would have made sense later on about how they survived or whatever but since you don't do any point. of that like yeah you, you you're just kind of you're just like okay you're just so, supposed to assume that the virus never made over there but again like that whole scene doesn't even it doesn't work for none of that whole ending with her falling down the fucking well and then, like, this, baby mother, like, the, the younger Abigail on the cornfield comes in and is, like, helps them out and is, like, protects the baby. Like, what? Why? Like, and she's like, I need to see the ocean. So she wants to go all the way back home. It's like, you're, like, in Colorado. Just go west. Well, I guess you can't because of the fucking explosion in Vegas. But I, I, south, I, can't like, think, I can't think of any fucking possible reason for that i i yeah. do not i was absolutely baffled you know i i'm usually the one bitching that things have been cut too short like yeah man i could have really used like another episode to if it was something like that kind of tied 
things together. Like, like, you know, how you were saying that, like, you felt that time was unnecessarily convoluted, like, you know, I mean, didn't work if it went back and it was like sort of like a like a prequel and like like some kind of like um uh, like segment that they made that showed the um connection between characters that weren't in the that wasn't actually presented in the initial story if it was like something that filled in the little details where you're like yeah i don't know how the fuck did that happen and what was their thing like you know what i mean like if it was but but showing that after the the final battle is kind of pointless too yeah (laughs) absolutely but maybe it would have filled things in they could it could have been like something it could have been a a more ambitious form of storytelling and if it worked it would have been very clever but like that's not what they tried to do i'm just saying that's the only thing i could think of that like would justify another episode after the story is done it ends all they made and it wasn't even like it was an uber short episode where it was just like oh an extra 25 minutes it was i think another hour yeah Yeah. six minutes of absolute fucking nonsense what the fuck <laughs> like you know what i mean like it, i mean if there's yeah. a speaking to my voice it's because it's so ridiculous yeah like what the fuck the whole time i'm thinking like hey this whole series could have been at least 10 episodes long to flesh it out but then yeah. at the same time when you get to that episode not like you could drop that whole episode nine out and just fit that first like 15 minutes into that final episode that's that's that episode eight is your final episode it's a little bit longer it's like an hour long instead of 15 minutes but that's your episode 10 right there your episode one through nine is everything else a little bit more fleshed out of it like like the meaning of characters so you can have the flu a little fleshed out but you can flesh out all these other little characters a little bit more too and not have them just kind of come and go without like barely a word you know what I mean? so yeah i don't know yeah, even, I mean, even though they, the original yeah, miniseries yeah, was like four episodes. Yeah. Yeah. You could have used that that episode rather than being at the end, could have been an extra hour of what you wanted, like talking more about the spread of the flu or an episode that would have shown what happened that made Heather Graham commit suicide. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Or showed other characters coming together. Or even if they did that, like like I'm saying, like even if it was just like it was a, a style of like filmmaking they wanted to try where you know they did this thing and they showed those parts that you were just like what the fuck how is this all connected and they tried to do it even if they failed at least you know you could see oh this is how they meant to try to do this but no no it just was an absolute it was a filler episode when the story had ended yeah how does that make any sense? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I, that's, yeah I, I, was, I was baffled by that. That's about all I have to say about the stand. Yeah, that's pretty but, much all I have to say this, about this. This is I mean, way, way like, longer than, than we uh, anticipated just, yeah. just for the stand. But uh, I think I'm going to end it uh, there for that. Anyway, yeah. uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I hear. Um, well, hey, you know, there was there was a lot to talk about because we start comparing uh, the stand to its, you know, uh, early 90s counterpart. And, you know, so I guess there was a little bit more to discuss than I had originally thought when we just start like, you know, flowing. But um, yeah, I, I don't think there's any more except to say, like, I, I still would recommend people watch it. I yeah. thought it had its moments, but do not watch the final episode. Yeah. The end. Just just watch episode eight and then turn it off. <laughs> never yeah. go back to episode nine because it's pointless. Never, yeah, never, yeah. never go back. <laughs> just know uh, Stu makes it back. Okay. And he gets to see his kid. That's all you need to know. <laughs> the end. Yeah. The end. All wow. right. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for listening and uh, tune into our next segment, which uh, will be um, Stephen King adaptations we would like to see. All right. Thanks for uh, joining us.